inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. Happy birthday, Deborah Cox. Now, I don't know where you got that one from, Andy. That was pretty good. That was nice. That's my girl, too. If you are listening to that that jamming music right there, that is courtesy of Andy. <laughs> He's all net, Andy, all net. A plus, DJ A plus. Okay, all right, there we go. Settle down, settle down. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday to Deborah Cox. Uh, the fun fact is, okay, so remember I told you I, I uh, auditioned for American Idol. It was a Deborah Cox song. Which one? I don't know, Andy. It's been a long day. <laughs> I can't. I can't really remember what's going on. I don't know if he believes me or not. Well, happy Thursday to all of you. I can't begin to tell you, okay, how long and how interesting of a day it has been. But I'm happy to be here with you guys on this Thursday. Uh, it has been great. The energy is still great, no matter what. I'm always going to come in here and have great energy because it is a blessing to be here with you guys. If you want to chime in on today's conversation, you can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You could also join us. Hello, Penny Thompson over on YouTube. Uh, you can join us over there and join Penny Thompson on YouTube at KBLA 1580 right now. You can also leave an open mic note on our KBLA 1580 app. That's always fun. I check those. I check them personally, and I hear you guys sometimes, and sometimes you just want to say, hey, other times you have a point, and we like it when you do that. So make sure that you are uh, following us. Make sure you're following me at Robin Ayers. It's just a good idea to do that, so go ahead and um, make sure you do that as well. Yeah, you know what? I was out of town. I forgot to tell y'all I was out of town. My bad. <laughs> but Avi held it down for me. Shout out to Avi Bernard. If you listen to him on Fridays uh, covering Ariva Martin in real time, then you know Avi is the truth. Avi is so, so good at what he does. And uh, it was a pleasure to have him sit in for me yesterday. So I definitely appreciate him for that. And uh, today is interesting. But let me give you the background real quick. My mom is in town, guys. Deborah Chakoa. Yay! Shout out to mom. She's in town. And we had ourselves a good time. That's why I was off yesterday. We went to... Uh, visit other family members up north in the Bay Area. That was fun. But it was a turnaround. It was a quick turnaround. And y'all will never guess what happened to me. I'm going to tell my business. I'm going to tell it myself just because, you know, if I can laugh at it, you should be able to laugh at it. Well, I left my purse up in Oakland. Up, uh, Yep, I left my purse up in Oakland at the <laughs> airport. But luckily, all was well. And they found it. And they are shipping it to me. So all is well uh, in, on my end of things. So just thought you should know. Let's get you some updates and um, talk about some of the things that are going on. There's a lot that's been happening that I've been uh, paying attention to in between time. As you know, the writer's strike, uh, it, it keeps getting, you know, uh, I, I feel like heavier and heavier. You know, from what we hear, the Hollywood studios are reportedly trying to drain the writers of their financial resources before resuming negotiations. Um, that's it's cold. I mean, it's a cold world. Like, I guess everybody wants to look out for their own interests. But this is really affecting a lot going on in the industry. I actually, I was talking earlier, I was just saying how uh, some of the actors and writers, they can't even have appearances and shows and things like that be, uh, during this strike. So it's affecting all of us essentially, which is, you know, really unfortunate. So I stand with the writers. I stand with the uh, the actors as well. 
as you know, I mentioned recently how they're showing off their paychecks. They're getting these royalty checks that are literally pennies or dollars. So they're asking for money, for more money. They're asking for fairness. And uh, we stand with them on that. So um, we're going to talk about the Emmys today. We are talking about that. But Jasmine Guy, er, Jasmine Guy, who was Whitley, Whitley on uh, A Different World, Jasmine Guy earned her very first Emmy nomination. This is really great for her. Uh, we'll talk about some others as well. And uh, Tina, we, we also mentioned this the other day. Tina Knowles, possibly Lawson still, is and Richard Lawson, if you know Tina Knowles, is uh, Beyonce and Solange's mom. And we, Jill and I, our entertainment contributor, we said that the, there were reports and rumors circulating that her and Richard Lawson have broken up. Well, now the story is really kind of coming out a little bit more. It's sad. I mean, no matter what, y'all know I love love. So, I, you know, I'm always rooting for people to make it in their relationships. But it's very possible that they have reportedly split quietly. Um She's even removed the name Lawson from her last name on one of her social media platforms. So we'll keep our eye out on it. I don't know if it's any of our business personally, but they are public figures. So the fact that they are in the public and maybe this news comes out, we will talk about it. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully there can be some reconciliation. We don't know. We'll see. Let's go ahead and break down this raw report, though, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. So... Of course, the Emmys. We're talking about the Emmys and the, and the snubs and the and the nominations. Congratulations in advance to them. They're talking about, like, so the Emmys and the ESPYs and all of these things. You guys know that writers normally, when we, when we have award season, uh, writers will normally be the ones who are there. They're writing all the, the behind the scenes, the jokes. They're putting all the stuff on the teleprompters. We just experienced that with BET. There was no host. There were no writers. So that it was sort of hosted by the people. We're we're gonna see what happens uh, with the with the Emmys and the ESPYS and all that stuff and just kind of I don't know we'll see what happens Andy. Um, you know I know there was a lot of criticism with the BET Awards right, mm -hmm. but looking back at it, I think the BET Awards was actually great in my opinion because mm. to me it was a big concert and big and concert. you know the, the the celebration was the 50 years in hip hop I mm. mean they went. All across, all across America. Yeah. They hit the West Coast. They hit down South, East Coast, or whatnot. They went all the way to the early days in the 80s, mm -hmm. all the way until now. So, you know, despite the fact that they didn't really have a, a, a true host or any writers, mm -hmm. I will say, although the BET Awards did get some criticism, I still think it was still a good show. I agree with you. I agree with you. We, we talked about it briefly, Andy. I think we had to give them props because you can, for you to be able to pull that type of thing off with no writers, right. I mean, you, you have to uh, you have to commend that. I mean, I just give them their, their flowers. I don't know how the Emmys are going to do it, though. I don't know how they're going to pull that one off. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, there has been talk that it, it'll possibly be... Um, pushed back we don't know um we're also going to talk about Whoopi goldberg who has an interesting stipulation in her will something i've never heard and oj simpson i've talked about this before i don't like it when that man speaks but uh he's speaking about something that you could could very possibly be interested about so we'll we'll break those things down with our entertainment contributor of the day when we come forward you are inside the raw report report on i told you it was a long day y'all you are inside the raw report on kbla talk 1580 stay right there
Well, I'm not here to do it by myself. I have Cheyenne Corinne, who is on the phone with me, our entertainment contributor of the day. You are uh, very familiar with Cheyenne. I like to talk to Cheyenne on Thursdays because you give energy. And today I need the energy, Cheyenne. How are you today? Hey, Robin. Listen, we are just so connected because tell me why. You know, I live back and forth between D.C. and Philly. Today I came back to D.C. and I left my wallet in Philly. Oh, no. I'm telling you, we have all these different connections. That is very interesting. Well, I hope you can have someone who sends you your wallet so you can feel complete. I won't feel complete until I get my whole purse back tomorrow. (laughs) Hopefully my mama. Hopefully she comes and saves the day. Mama's always come through. Mama's always come (laughs) through. (laughs) Shout out to the moms. Okay, so Cheyenne... um, I want to go ahead and get into these these this Emmy talk. I mean, there's a lot going on with the Emmy talk mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, several people from what I read, and I'm sure there's a lot more uh, that I haven't seen yet, but people are talking about the snubs. I guess we do this. We, we kind of have these conversations all the time during uh, award season, specifically more of the like the Oscars talk and the Emmys and things like that. Uh, people really mm-hmm. seem to care about those things they really do and so um i was taking a look at some of the headlines and damson idris very surprising damson idris was not nominated um snowball um does that surprise you at all it does but then at the same time it doesn't because one thing about me i love snowfall and i love damson I think that especially that last season and that last episode, even though he said, you know, he was tapping in with the devil, Mm -hmm. that may be why he didn't get this nomination. You playing around with the devil, child, that comes back to you. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. um, Aside from that, I'm like, unfortunately not surprised because I sometimes feel like those shows, for instance, I think a similar thing happened with The Wire. You know, these shows that really, um, you know, cater or appeal a lot to the black community, I think that those roles are often overlooked and Mm. unappreciated. So unfortunately, I'm not surprised, but I actually am really, really disappointed because I really think that he did a great job. Mm. I agree. Andy, uh, do you want to chime in on this, Andy? No, man, Cheyenne said exactly what I was going to say. The reason why he ain't nominated is because this man was (laughs) worshiping the devil. Straight up. You don't play with that type of stuff. You think that's the sole reason? (laughs) Hey, man, don't play play with them spirits, man. Okay. Don't play with the spirits. We heard it. We heard it from Cheyenne and Andy. Um, I I don't know if I – I don't know. I don't know. I mean, who's to say if, you know, this man was not nominated or snowfall – simply because he talked about tapping in with the devil. Let's give him a break. Let's give him a little bit of grace. He was trying to do his job well. And uh, (laughs) he said, I mean, according to him, he was like, that was no joke. I'm never going to try to do that again. So he learned his lesson. Um, We don't know. I agree more with what you said in terms of black people, black shows, that sort of content not getting as much recognition. Um, If it's not mainstream. And that's that's an FX show. Snowfall is on FX, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Maybe if it were on a more prime time network or something like that, uh, which don't don't sleep. FX is a is a really big sh- is a really big network. But I think you understand where I'm saying. Like if it, if it were on more Definitely. of a prime time network, then maybe it would get more recognition. I'm not sure. I just feel like sometimes these things get overlooked because whereas we're looking at um, Cheryl Lee Ralph and Janelle James for Abbott Elementary. Yeah. That is on ABC. 
ABC. Mm-hmm. And here we are. I mean, I, granted, they are two completely different shows. I get it. I understand. But, you know, here they are. Just all of a sudden, Abbott Elementary is killing the game. Everybody uh, is talking about them. And so, uh, but... Then again, it's a, it's on a it's on a huge network, so maybe that has something to do with it as well. Maybe not necessarily it being a black show or black content. It's it just mm-hmm. in my opinion. What do you think about and, that? And kind of going off that, would you saying um, Abbott Elementary? It also made me think of how do I say this? I feel like sometimes our acting and our art is so much better perceived when it's comedy and we're being funny, and that can go mm-hmm. back historically. Um, when it's rather than when it's like a serious role, I think that it's hard for, you know, mainstream to take, you know, black artists seriously when they're playing these more serious roles Mm. rather than, you know, when we're being jokey and light and all of that stuff, because I think that that's kind of what they expect from us and like from us. But I do think it's really hard for black actors to be seen as like legitimate, you know, Hollywood actors sometimes. Um, but I feel like Damson, you know, I think that he still has some time. He's been getting more roles. Um, but I can just imagine that this is just like, man, like this prop, like Snowfall was just great work. And I also feel like this is just, you know, a diss to the, because now Snowfall is done. You know, it's yeah, not like there's does, another season. Right. He doesn't have to be nominated. You're right. You're right. There's no more shots so for, for Snowfall. Yeah. Uh, Forrest Mm -hmm. Harrison says, what about Snowfall? I mean, yeah, that's what we're talking about. What about Snowfall? The fact that that will no longer get any recognition. Pretty Brown Mimi says Hollywood Mm -hmm. likes safe black shows like comedies. I feel like, okay, that I think that's true. It's almost comfortable when we can be comedic and uh, sort of put everybody at ease versus. I guess the distinction that I'm trying to make is Denzel Washington, for instance. Denzel came up through through the ranks and is an incredible actor. Obviously, everybody looks to Denzel and they say, I want to be just like Denzel. I want to act like Denzel. And that's great. But if you put Damson Idris next to a Denzel, the only real thing that Damson Idris has to do is prove his time in Hollywood. But he is a he's a thespian. He is a real life uh serious actor he's studied in it and um i don't if if he can't win for snowfall what can he win what can he be nominated for you see what i'm saying so uh unless it's a a slavery movie or it's somebody like will smith or denzel i feel like i i'm just not sure where uh why they won't take that that type of content seriously i'm just not sure about it um another Another snub was uh, J. Alphonse from uh, P-Valley. P-Valley, unfortunately, um, he has gotten a lot of love inside the black community. A ton of love in the black community. But unfortunately, that's one of those shows, again, that I'm not sure if the, the, the powers that be inside whoever's on the committee of the of the Emmys I don't know if that's open I don't know how they how what what that looks like behind the scenes but whoever's on that board is not taking that show very seriously like we are within the black community do you feel like he was snubbed or is that does he have more work to do in your eyes hmm that's a hard one because I do feel like he played that role really 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 well and now we're talking about not only a black show, but also, you know, a, like a LGBTQ plus show. So that's a whole nother burden on top of it. Yeah. But um, I don't know if he's quite yet ready for 
um, an Emmy performance yet. You know, I do think that he really, really played that role, and I think that he deserves recognition, and I think that, you know, he definitely did receive a lot of recognition. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it was um, to that level, though, to be fair. I I can hear that. I I think he does have a lot of work to do, but... I agree with you as well. He did an incredible job with that role that he's given. And it's still coming back. P-Valley, I believe, is season three, will come back. Mm-hmm. And um, I like how he's handling it, though. He has done several different appearances on different talk shows. I think he even got um, very emotional when he was um, a guest appearance on – he was a guest appearance on Tamron Hall's show. And he was just mm-hmm. so grateful to be received for the work that he's doing. He plays a, a, a gay man – who is not gay in real life. He has a a fiancé, a wife in real life. He has a whole family. He does his thing. He does a wonderful job. He takes it very, very seriously. And he is just so incredibly grateful to be received by the community and to do work that he enjoys. So I believe that if you handle it that way, just keep working. Put your head down, keep working, and don't look for the accolades of, of Hollywood because it may never come or it may come in a very long time, just like I was just talking about with uh, Jasmine Guy, who played Whitley in in a different world. You know, she's just now getting her flowers when it comes, and it's just a nomination. I'm not saying just a nomination yeah. to try to undermine what it is because that's a big deal. I'm just saying it, it wasn't the win yet. It's just a nomination, and she's just now getting that uh, for her her uh, Chronicles of Jessica Wu. And so congratulations to her. But, again, it could take a very long time to achieve that type of recognition. Um, like I mentioned before, Cheryl Lee Ralph and Janelle James nominated mm-hmm. for Abbott, Kim, uh, Abbott Elementary. Good for them. I hope that they continue to pave the way and open up doors for other people and other women of color who are coming uh, behind them. So good for them. I I applaud it all. I applaud it all. Absolutely. Are you an Emmys watcher? I am an Emmys watcher. I love the Emmys. I mean, one of my goals one day is to win an Emmy, you know, because we also have Emmys for broadcast journalists. And, you know, so I this is definitely like personal for me because I haven't been nominated yet. I definitely know it will come one day, but I know there's plenty of journalists. You know, we just had our ceremony here in D.C. that felt, um, quote unquote, snubbed. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think it's all about what you said, just waiting until it's your time continuing to go. And I think that's why it's important to love what you do, Mm -hmm. because, you know, the accolades are nice, but, you know, you really do your art not for that reason. You do your art, you know, to impact people. So I just think that it's important, you know, with all these accolades. Of course, it's a big thing, but, um, you know, just to stay grounded and wait for your time. Yeah. Um, Speaking of the Emmys, and I love what you said there, and I'll take my notes from you, Cheyenne, because I don't watch any award shows anymore. I just don't. I just Mm -hmm. don't. I I really don't get involved in any of it. I sort of get the highlights afterwards and see what was good, what are people talking about. Uh, But speaking (laughs) of award shows, the ESPYs, um, Sha'Carri Richardson. Sha'Carri Richardson, we know as a track and field athlete she is the queen right now everybody's talking about broken records at this point she is she and she also made huge headlines just a couple of years ago if we all remember that she was disqualified from running for uh, 
being tested positive for marijuana. And at that time, everybody was rooting for her. Everybody was behind her. Everybody was sending her invitations to appear, whether whether it be the ESPYs or any other award shows. She was everywhere because we all loved her. We love to get behind the, the underdog, right? Well, Sha'Carri Richardson mm-hmm. is speaking up right now. She says, the ESPYs invited me when my life was in shambles as if I was a charity case. The disrespect that track and field receives in the USA alone is nasty. Half of the athletes there now could not do what we do on our worst day. And what she's making this comment because she was not invited to the ESPYs. Um, very interesting take on it. Do you think that there's some truth to that? Or is that her just being in her own feelings because she wasn't invited this year? I think that there's definitely some truth to that. And I think that that is very, very um, bizarre, too, especially because she actually just won one of her first, um, I don't know, the distance race um, not too long ago. Um, But also, I I think there's some truth. You know, they invited her when she was kind of in this low point. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone was talking about her. And now when we're really seeing her, you know, really grow into herself, now she's not invited to like one that will really the biggest sports ceremony of the year and I think that she's definitely you know one of those names when you think of track and field that at this point you know comes up so I think it definitely was very very strange um that she was not invited and I think that it either was a mistake or that it was definitely a blatant reason for why she um was not invited Absolutely. Well, I, I have this to say. Andy wants to go ahead and say something. Go ahead, Andy. Real quick. I think, um, <laughs> you know, when she carried, when she got um, invited the last time, I mean, she was popping. Yeah. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you think about the the SB, the SB Awards, they they celebrate the, the past year. Mm-hmm. So within the past year, Sha'Carri Richardson didn't really make noise. That's until true. Until fairly recently. That is true. So I think she mm-hmm. probably just missed that cut. Next year, expect an invitation. Okay, Andy, breaking it down okay. for us. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Well, I digress on that point. I, I agree. I don't know much about the process of how they do the invitations or whatnot. I will say, though, that she just came back on the scene. She actually says, I'm not back. I'm better. And I love that this uh, there's a, a, a little clip of her that's circulating right now. We see her throwing her wig off, getting ready to run. I mean, she's doing all the stuff. She's doing the Sha'Carri Richardson stuff that we love. But like Andy said, we will wait to see what happens next year at the ESPYs. We will all... I'm going to get my notes from you, Andy. I'm going to get my notes from you, Cheyenne. So y'all got work to do when it comes to these award shows. But listen, (laughs) (laughs) yes, exactly. I know you do. Right now we got news, traffic, and sports. And when we come forward, we will get to uh, the rest of our topics with our entertainment contributor, Cheyenne Corinne. On the other side, you are listening to KBLA Talk 1580. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. If you're just joining us, welcome, welcome. And uh, we are just having a good conversation about the Emmys. I don't watch the Emmys. I don't really get down with any of the award shows. I'm not alone on this. I hear, I see you guys over in the in the YouTube chat saying, I'm not watching it. Mimi says, it's just too long. Four hours long. Penny Thompson, she says... She says she watched Avatar. Avatar, well, no, you said, okay, Avatar was longer. Mimi, Avatar was over three hours long, and I enjoyed it better than the Oscars, she says. Well, I will get my notes from all of you, okay? So that's a deal. Let's go ahead and bring our entertainment contributor back in here, Cheyenne Corinne. Um, Cheyenne, hey, hey, 
tell me this, Cheyenne. Um, you don't have children yet. You are. Uh, no. Yeah, I know you love you love all of our kids, though. So that that works for now. Yes, I have many nieces and nephews. I am tired. (laughs) (laughs) You are tired, girl. Join the crew. Uh, Here's what's interesting, though. When you when you, you know, as as a parent, you start thinking about your 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 wills and your trust and, you know, you know, all of those things that are important when you want to. I don't know why, you know, (laughs) it's just at some point in life, you just start thinking about all of those things. Of course, when you have children or when you start thinking about what you want to leave behind. Well, Whoopi Goldberg is talking about what she wants to leave where she has a stipulation in her and in her will. And it's not what she wants to leave. It's what she doesn't want to leave. She says, I don't want anybody to use me as a hologram. Whoopi Goldberg says, do not use me. She said it is in her will. It has been there for 15 years that she does not want anybody to use a hologram of her because it's kind of freaky. It's kind of like weird. And um, we've seen it time and time again. It's almost eerie. I remember the very first time I had even heard of the idea. I know they've done it with Tupac. They've done it with Whitney Houston. Real life performances using a hologram. That makes you feel like you are really watching these people in real life. It's just a 3D sort of situation. Whoopi is like, listen, let me let let, let me rest in peace. <laughs> let me rest in peace. Okay, Whoopi, I get it. Uh, what what are your thoughts on this? Um, I don't know if she's the only one who's made that stipulation, but it, so far she's the only one that I've heard of. I want to know your thoughts on it, Cheyenne. I agree because sometimes when I see this stuff done, I'm like, did this person you know want to be recreated like this (laughs) because it is a little creepy like I think that it is scary and people you know may just want to rest in peace I mean that's that's what it's literally yes and you bringing these people back up so I just I mean I'm not important enough for somebody to do that for me but if I was (laughs) then I would maybe be like hey can you you know not do this like I just am getting freaked out. Like even this like AI stuff of like, I'm just like, we are really taking things way too far. Like, let's Mm -hmm. just, you know, stay in reality and where we are. Mm. I hear you. Uh, We've had this conversation about AI. We continue to have this conversation about uh, artificial intelligence. And that of course is a form of it. And some people, they just don't want any parts of it. Marcus Atkins says holograms were the start of the end of human intelligence. Wow. That's an interesting point. Yeah, how far will we take it? And who wants to be involved in that even when they're gone? Um, she says that I don't know if that holds up. Maybe it does. Maybe that maybe it does. Maybe that'll actually hold up as a stipulation um that she's put in her in her will. We'll see. Uh, but I don't think anybody <laughs> I don't see any remakes of a movie that she's been with anybody using her as a hologram. At least I hope not. Um let's go ahead and move on and talk about this OJ Simpson thing. You know, I've I've not it's not a secret. People know. I don't like it when OJ Simpson starts to talk. I think that he he says a lot of nonsense. And sometimes I think it's just to maintain his relevancy. But OJ Simpson is talking right now. And actually, this time I don't necessarily, I don't know. I hadn't put too much thought into it, but he doesn't bother me with what he's saying. Andy, we have a clip of uh, what he's talking about in terms of the transgender sports talking, you know, since he's a, a former athlete. He feels like he can weigh in on this uh, topic. So let's let's hear what O.J. Simpson has to say. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, there's a subject that I've tried to stay out of, but some, 
year lately is hard to avoid. I, I saw Megan uh, Rapino, uh said that she would love to be competing uh, against um, transgender women. And uh, look, I'm all for it. I think, yeah, you be whatever you want to be. Uh, to me, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I remember years ago when I was a tennis player and I saw Dr. Renee Richards compete. Here was a person in their 40s that transgender, and the courts ruled that she could compete. And, hey, she was pretty good. She didn't win any major tournaments. I think she got to a, a finals of a doubles once, and I think she got to the third round of a singles. But let's face the fact, even though she was in her 40s and never a great, great, great tennis player being a biological male uh she was able to do pretty well against the women mm. back then okay. i see the girl in all right all right well he goes on he goes on more but i think we've 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 heard the point <laughs> forrest harrison okay forrest harrison over in youtube i see your comment uh listen i've i've had I've had thoughts about this. I haven't, you know, thought too deeply into it, but because I'm not in sports, it doesn't necessarily affect me. I do have an opinion about it, though. I feel like people make a good point. If you are biologically born a male, typically you would think things are stronger. You're, you know, they even say it's it's reported uh, it's been it's been fact checked that the heart is bigger you know you're stronger you have you know stronger tendons and muscles and all kinds of things uh so to go up and play against uh biologically born women it's a it's an unfair matchup but they're saying as a transgender if i'm a woman and i identify as that i should be able to play as a woman this opens up a whole conversation that we I'm sorry we didn't talk about this first, Cheyenne, because I know it could go a little bit deep. But give me just off top, what do you think about what OJ is saying and, and if you even agree or disagree with it? You know, I feel like this is a topic. I just need more research to mm -hmm. support it. You know, I have to really see, you know, is this really a widespread thing happening? And, like, it doesn't seem to really be widespread that this is even something that is happening and, you know, I really feel like we're hearing from a lot of people, but we're not really hearing from, like, women athletes. And I think that that, like, kind of says a lot, you know, because myself, I played soccer for 20 years. I should just stop playing soccer um, competitively. And I used to play with the boys. Like, I played co-ed a lot. And um, when I was injured, I, like, broke my sternum once. That was me playing with the girls. So I think, it, you know, it depends. Like, I just need more evidence that, you know, there is an unfair advantage, you know, because myself playing co-ed soccer, we were keeping up with the boys and stuff. So um, I think that that's one thing. And I just hope that, like, people don't – I sometimes feel like people use opportunities like this just to spew their further, like, transphobia. Because I'm like, you're probably not hearing women athletes talking that much about it because they're more worried about the wage gap and, like, them getting paid no money. <laughs> like, I think if you ask both of them what's the biggest issue with women's sports, it would be that. You know, not this issue. So I just hope that, you know, when people feel strongly about this, they also are speaking up about the many issues that women athletes go through that actually are per per pervasive. Mm. It feels like the slant is more towards uh, bio uh, transgender women that want to play in women's sports because they were born a male. It feels like that people have mm -hmm. more of a problem with that because you have stronger, faster uh, people who are playing with women. We don't hear too much about women trying to play in sports with men. 
You know, uh, that has been a thing. People listen, people will say, uh, if you are a transgender male, you were born a female, and you want to play with men. I don't hear so much about that. I agree with you, though, that I think we need more. That That's what all of this is about, by the way. It is to get more information, to have more understanding so that we can weigh in on it or just not not even have an opinion about it, but just to understand because it's going on in our world. Our, it's, it's happening every single day. This happens. This affects many people. And for those of us who sit on the outsides and we just don't understand, uh, we need more information yeah. about it. Marcus Atkins says, I recall Billie Jean King played against a biological man in the 1970s in a battle of the sexist tennis tournament. And it was a big deal on gender playing, playing each other. I, I hear that. Huh. I, I never saw that. Um, I don't I, I just wish I had more information on it, but I I know. Yeah, I, I will say this, though. It, di- it didn't bother me to hear O.J. Simpson weighing in on this because it's something that he knows about. He has an opinion about. I usually want to tell O.J. to sit down and <laughs> sit down like like <laughs> pretty. Brown, right. Yeah, pretty Ooh. brown Mimi says, uh, enjoy your pension and have a seat. That's what I'd be wanting to tell O.J. Simpson. Sometimes, oh, my but. God. <laughs> like, seriously, I would be I would be silent you would never hear from me he didn't get the memo though uh andy wants to say something about okay go ahead andy (laughs) okay outside of the whole transgender aspect of it Mm -hmm. do you want to see WNBA players go against nba players i think it would be interesting i don't know that that's an actual sport but I think it would be interesting. <laughs> I would. Like, I'm telling you, I like playing soccer with the dudes is, and now men, like I played co-ed like up until like last year. That's fun. Like, and we really are good competition between the two. Especially, yeah. if, you, and especially if you mix it up too. Like, she, not just like, you know, boys against girls, but you know, yeah. with, like co-ed soccer means that each team is like split. Mm. You know, Shaquille O'Neal made a, a point about this once. He said that uh, women's basketball would be a lot more interesting if they lowered the the net. And he said that's the only thing that makes them not appealing to watch as much as uh, men playing uh, basketball is that they're not able to dunk. Huh. And I thought that was pretty interesting. That's a, I, I love to hear athletes talking about what the answers are. You know, or just wait. Uh-huh, you know, I love uh-huh. to hear that because me sitting out here, yeah, sure, I can tell you as a fan of watching certain sports what I'd like to see or what I would think is interesting. But people who know the game, people who have, you know, a, a, a say in it, they have an, a vested interest in it. I, I'd like to hear that. I, I like, you know, when he said that, I was like, huh, it made me think a little bit more. So, but I no, think it yeah, would be interesting as like, you know, the, uh, the all-star games. Get the men and the women out there. Let's see what happens. So, but she would have to be. She would have to have some thick skin. Don't be going out there crying if you get, you know, hit, you know, knocked no. out a little bit. So I will say that, um, not the actual All Star Game, but they have like little uh, bootleg games mm-hmm. in preparation for the All Star Game, where mm-hmm. the WNBA players do mix in with the NBA players. Yeah. Um, but see, my only concern with the WNBA and the NBA coming together is, let's say you did have a Shaq still playing, mm. and he uh-huh. back backed up. Turned around and dunked on Brittany Griner. Yeah, I'm just I'm just concerned that people would be like, "Oh my gosh, she was too she's physical a, with her." This, uh-huh, that, and the third. Because she's you know a woman. Exactly. Yeah, right. And you you will have some of I'm those. I'm like I'm like picturing that and just cracking up. Yeah, I'm picturing it and I'm I'm happy to look at it. Like I envision it. I can see it. I I like it. Um, because I say don't complain about it. If you if you don't complain, 
sign this here waiver that says you won't complain if you are a woman I feel like getting in the game. Needs a little mix up. I yeah, make it a little interesting. Been so predictable lately, like. Whatever you watch, like sports has just been so predictable. We need a little switch up. <laughs> a little switch up, a little razzle dazzle with it. Thomas Outlaw <laughs> Thomas Outlaw says, uh think I think WNBA players should play in three point contests against men. Uh Penny Thompson says trans should play together in their own league to make it fair. And a forensic that that's a good idea. A forensic accountant says uh, Marcus Atkins, Arthur Ashe was approached, but he didn't want the lynch mob heat that uh, surely would have followed. Oh, joking, joking. Okay, I see. Uh, Thomas Outlaw, maybe three-point and <laughs> skills contest in the ASG weekends. All-star games weekend. Thank you so much for the breakdown. Um, Cheyenne, Corinne, as always, it is lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next week as well. I hope you have your wallet by then. I'm sure you will. I hope so. <laughs> Thank you. I definitely appreciate you. you. Okay, have a good night. Bye. When we come forward, we've got your, it's a very relaxing who's got next. I chose wisely today. You know, who's got next and what not to miss on the other side. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. You know, y'all are still going off in this, uh, <laughs> in the YouTube. Penny Thompson says, Andy, what makes you think Britney wouldn't dunk on Shaq? Ooh. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> Point taken. No Absolutely. And Marcus, is, he says, uh, a battle between Ash and King would have been epic. Absolutely. Um, I agree. It, this, this is, this all could be very interesting. You know, who's gonna, who's gonna come up with something like that, like a one-off kind of game during the NBA All Star uh, weekend. I will say that is probably <laughs> the solution to the <laughs> NBA All Star game because they don't even play hard mm-hmm. in the All Star game nowadays. Right. Yeah. So if we had uh, the All Stars of the NBA against the All-Stars of the WNBA. I like that. That'd be interesting. That's just a weekend of watching. Yeah, I like that. I I think I could get with that. All right, let's get with this. Uh, This is Who's Got Next. This came from someone's suggestion on my Instagram. So shout out to you guys, whoever let me know about this guy. His name is Jay Will, and he's a gospel singer. This song is called Greater, featuring JoJo Martin. Jay Will. My goodness. Jay Will, that song is called Greater, featuring JoJo Martin. You guys are giving it a thumbs up. Penny Thompson says, praise, worth worth song. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Marcus says, very soothing, Christian inspirational song. Forrest gives it a two thumbs up. I agree with you guys. Uh, What I do not want you to miss, it is Quincy Jones's 90th, 90th birthday tribute. Wow, wow. A musical celebration that's happening at the Hollywood Bowl Orchestra. And uh, that's going to be July 28th through the 29th. Y'all, y'all want to show up. Let me tell you, Jennifer Hudson and Patty. Oh, not Patty LaBelle. It's Patty Austin. But Patty Austin, I'm sure you're great. (laughs) George Benson. We know George Benson. All of these fantastic people. It's just something you want to check out. July 28th through 29th at the Hollywood Bowl Orchestra. Quincy Jones's 90th birthday celebration. Go ahead and check that out. It's been a great show. Thank you to Cheyenne Corinne for calling in today. Definitely appreciate you guys and the energy over in our YouTube chat. Tomorrow is Friday. You know what that means. More energy coming. But when we come forward, you will hear Zoe Williams and the voice of reason. His topic today is a deeper look at the dark side of loyalty. Woo! Anyway, guys, my name is Robin Ayers. Remember today and every day forward to be a blessing.